drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Derek Oakley, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Let me fill up your glass before we get this podcast going. Drink it in, man. Uh, a cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. Um, just want to say off the top, I, I just can't thank you guys enough for listening. I mean, again, we're in the off-season, probably the biggest off-season in the history of the Detroit Lions, as I often say. But uh, numbers have been crazy. You guys are awesome. It's been fun having at Chops and the D on here. Next week, we got Logan Lamarandier from Sports Illustrated. End of the month, Joey Christopoulos from the Believe Podcasting Network is coming on. Uh, the king of all podcasts. And uh, he says he wants to talk some free agency. So we'll get that going right before the... Uh, agent period gets going kind of right in that first little bit of march there so so much to do so much going on with the lions everyone's fired up everyone's drinking that detroit kool-aid get this free agency get this draft rolling and roll into the 2023 season like more excited than ever before so i'm gonna try to have some fun here on the show it's gonna be a solo show and i'm I know you guys have liked it in the past, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go random takes. I may bundle them up into sections, uh, but pretty much just going to go point for point, give you some short takes, give you some things to think about. Um, I, I'm going to get into, probably on the back half of the show, I'm going to get into free agent and draft takes. Um, kind of my first opinion on some of these players I've watched or names that I looked at in free agency. Again... Are we boring you with hours of research? Am I getting into the nuts and bolts, the, um, you know, the gems uh, that you might find if you Wikipedia and study these guys? No, I'm giving you the ogre takes, first opinions, thoughts, hot takes, entertain you, things like that here on the Kool-Aid cast. So as I often say, we don't have time to mess around. We got to get right up into this thing and get rolling. So let's just do this. Let's do rapid fire random takes and let's go. First one, AG. I said on a, last week's pod, he's probably going to, I just had a feeling he was going to go. I had a feeling he might get an offer. He might take a head coach. He might even do a lateral move. It just felt funny to me. Kind of because the boy wonder got the big money and he's staying ever so happy. I thought AG might go and say, watch what I can do. I can coach too. But it looks like he's here to stay. He didn't get the indie job, didn't get the Arizona job. I'm glad he's here. I love his mentality. Defense is getting better as he gets better football players. Imagine that. And uh, I think he's going to do some really nice things in 2023. And the real reason I'm glad AG is here now and here to stay is because this dude is a leader of men as well. 
He talks right. The players love him, as you saw in that uh, post-game video where they lifted him up and were chanting his name. Really glad to have him here, and I'm sure Dan freaking Campbell is too because um, they they just seem like two brothers, and uh, he's got that defensive side of the ball. MCDC and, and Ben Johnson got the offensive side, so happy to see that. Get this. We hire Montgomery as our new running backs coach, and like days later, the Tampa Bay Bucks are trying to hire the same dude as their OC. Are you kidding me? Like, this cat better stay here in Detroit. I mean, we just, the ink isn't dried on your contract, and now you might go somewhere else as an OC. Uh-uh. That's not how it's happening. So hopefully Montgomery stays. I'm not going to give you his whole bio. I don't even know a ton about the guy, but sounds like if other people want him as an OC, sounds like a good coach. I still think Deuce is a big loss. Um, players loved him in the locker room. He was a guy people came to. He was a guy that uh, would ride you hard, but also praise you. He had a great mentality. I hope he does well in where he had to Carolina, as well as to be down there by some family. So hope all that goes well. But I think Dues is a big loss. But I think Montgomery might be a nice little game here for the Detroit Lions if... And he better stay. You don't sign a contract and then two days later uh, go take an interview somewhere else. Come on, bro. Um, what what else I got here on my mind? I mean, it, let me do a quick Super Bowl take. Incredible game. I enjoyed it. Can't say I watched a bunch of the commercials. Rihanna did her thing. There were so many layers to that halftime performance. And again, I'm not big into those halftime performances, but she showed out. Um, that was cool. Uh, the game was good. I mean, back and forth, uh, crazy comeback by the Chiefs in that second half. Pat Mahomes, MVP uh, leader, yet only had like 160, 80 yards, whatever he had. I thought for sure he'd just fumble his way into 300 as they normally do these days in the National Football League. Chiefs come back. My only beef was that wasn't a holding, man. I don't think that was a catch by Dallas Goddard. These these zebras, again, just clunking up the game, man. Just like making up rules, you know, going under the hood for replays and then coming back with the most ridiculous calls I've ever seen before. I mean, that light tug, that barely grab around the waist. I mean, that's a bad decision. I mean, period, point blank. It's a bad decision. Period, point blank. It was a, the, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. You cannot end a great game, a great Super Bowl, with something like that. You just can't. I mean, again, I was rooting for the Chiefs, so why am I complaining about them winning and about the, the Eagles losing and about a call? Because it's, it's, it's just you don't call a hold all night, and then you call it there that ends the football game. I mean, come on. We just can't have these refs, like, determining games. I may have a take on Bradbury later that doesn't involve this hold in the Super Bowl. Um, but, I mean, as you guys see me put on Twitter a lot, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that the referees have got to be better. I'm just saying stop determining games on these marginal calls. Stop giving games to these teams that don't need any help. Would the Lions have got that same call? Uh-uh. Just saying. You guys know what I'm saying. All right, next take. Levante David says he wants to retire a buck. Certain someone on our local radio here, you guys might know him. You know why? Because I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. 
He went on a big soliloquy about how we need Levante David, about how Levante David is a computer of your defense, about how we should pay a 32- to 33-year-old linebacker big money to come here, and that's going to make Detroit a winner. You've heard me say it a couple times already on this pod. It might have to be a new one of my catchphrases. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Levante says it's a business. It is a business, man. And I'm not paying an aging linebacker, Big Doe, to come here unless Brad Holmes loves him. And then I might reconsider. Let's let's talk about Mr. Okuda for a second. Like, Mr. Okuda is getting a lot of hate on the old Twitter machine. Uh, people want to run him out of town. Certain people, <clears throat> Frank Ribble, they, they want to just cut this guy to save money or to make raw. I don't know what they want to do. This guy played really well last year. He's a premier athlete. He needs to step it up a little bit in coverage. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to see him take the football away a little bit more or maybe not get burnt, uh, roasted, toasted, and extra crispy in coverage like we often see. That needs to tighten up. He's a hell of a tackler. I love his mentality. He's very serious about what he does. I'm here to say I think Mr. Okuda has a breakout 2023 for the Detroit Lions. I'm talking about lockdown. I'm talking about creating more than a handful of turnovers, whether it be interceptions, plays on the football, uh, you know, pass defense, all those type of things you look for. Guy's going to ball out. Now, am I saying you got to pick up his fifth year right now? No. Am I saying that we're going to pay him long-term right now? Uh-uh. <laughs> but what I'm saying is he's going to be a real plus football player for the Lions, a really good corner. And can we add to that position? Sure. But I just think he's really going to play well. And instead of all this him and hawing, oh, he's a bust. Oh, wait, never mind. He's really good. Oh, wait, no. Now he's not good anymore. He's going to prove himself to be a really good football player and somebody – Worth considering to keep long-term, depending on how the regime feels about him overall and the money. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know it's all about that money, right? Money, 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 money. <laughs> See what happens with the contract. I think Mr. Coot is going to ball out this year. Really going to help the Lions. Get this. The Detroit Lions are like the seventh, a top seven team when it comes to Super Bowl rankings. Do odds to win the Super Bowl, I want to say it's plus 1,200. Not a gambler, don't even know, but I know that's like good odds, but not ridiculous for the Lions to win the Super Bowl. There's only six, seven teams above them. I mean... That sounds like it deserves a Frank Ribble quad wow. Wow! 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 You know what doesn't deserve a Frank Ribble quad wow? Michael Brockers. Now, here's my quick take on Brockers. You've heard it before. You're going to hear it again. Brockers was cool to him to go do the Super Bowl car wash. He's on every show. He's wearing his gear. He's looking like a guy that's been stealing money from the Detroit Lions for multiple years. He says everything right. 
He's a good dude. He's talking about how all he's helping all the young cats and how oh, it didn't work out for him. But he's all happy-go-lucky. I'd be happy, too, if I was making 10, 12, 15 million, whatever it ended up working out the last couple of years, to do nothing, uh-uh, nothing for the Detroit Lions. But I appreciate Brockers for the man he is. I hope he helped out some of these young cats. I hope a guy like, I don't know, Levi, a.k.a. Big Denim, can come in and play ball, take his spot, make us forget that Michael Brockers was ever brought here by Brad Holmes and company. But like I said, he said all the right things. He pumped up our team. He talked good about our head coach. He didn't throw anybody under the bus. He did steal a whole bunch of money going to the pay window every week, as Benny Blades would say. But uh, he gone, so we're not going to worry about it. It's all good on both sides. Right, Michael Brockers? All right, cool. See ya. Um, the next take is my take on the Lions opening up the 2023 season on Thursday night to play the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. The Lions, big-time offense, young squad, coming to take on Pat Mahomes, the high-flying Chiefs, and their questionable defense. Let's do this. But we know it won't happen. It's not going to happen. There ain't no way they're going to put the Lions in that primetime spot. It's going to be some other big team. Hell, they might even put the Eagles and do a Super Bowl rematch. Who knows? But the Lions sound like they're going to be going to Arrowhead this upcoming season. That game was slated to maybe be in Germany. It doesn't sound like that's going to be the case now. But let's go. Put the Lions on that first football game of the year. Watch us do work. Watch us go in and drop 40 on the Chiefs on a Thursday night when they raise a banner. How about that? That would be tremendous. All right, I got a few more in me before we get our commercial break in here. I'm trying to go rapid fire. I'm trying to entertain you. I'm trying to give you takes. Hold on. Let me get a little bit of that Detroit Kool-Aid before I keep this rolling. Drink it in, man. How about this? The Lions got some love at the NFL honors. Not enough love. You don't want to know why? Because Ben Johnson didn't get assistant coach of the year. They barely showed Jared Goff for the man of the year. I think he was in the background somewhere. Hutch didn't get rookie of the year, even though he was unleashed. Unleash Hutch. Ain't that right, Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell knows what it is. I mean, he's been waiting to unleash Hutch, and he will do so again next year. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. But we didn't win any awards, but we showed up. We got a little bit of love here and there. Aiden Hutchinson was a man when he stepped up with the microphone. This guy is smooth as silk with the mic on the football field. A centerpiece franchise face for the Detroit Lions. He did he did excellent when he was um, on NFL honors as well as all the interviews he did. He should have been rookie of the year. We all know this. Even Sauce knows that is the case. But 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 here's the thing. I'm here to tell you to end my hot takes, to end my rant so I can take a breath here. The Lions will be the hottest team, the most talked about team this offseason, a team that everyone is picking 
to win the division, to do big things, to be a sneaky, dynamic, fun football team in 2023. And those Lions fans, you guys know who you are, hashtag one pride, will be more excited than they've ever been headed into a season in my lifetime. You know it's true. Let's make it happen. Keep listening to this pod. Keep drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid, double-sided cornbread. Let's make this happen. Let's get all riled up this offseason, head into the season. Those are my hot takes. Those are my rants. Those are my quick hitters. I'm going to take commercial break. Please listen to our sponsors. Please go check them out. That help, helps out a lot. When we come back, after I get a breath, maybe a drink of that Detroit Kool-Aid, I'm going rapid-fire takes, free agency, a few shout-outs on the uh, Detroit Kool-Aid cast hotline, Twitterverse, voicemails. Who's no, Who knows what I might talk about? If you're a listener to the show, you got to come back after the break because I might mention you. I might throw out your Twitter handle. I might uh, talk about some upcoming things on the show that you don't want to miss. But I know you want to hear about free agency and draft. I will know you want to hear random names and takes I got on players. We'll do all that right after the break, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Everybody, I'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, I'm back from the break. As I always say, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, I am serving up Kool-Aid. I am, 
gosh, I think we we got a drop for that somewhere, don't we? About the, about the Kool-Aid. Just give me that Kool-Aid. Give me that Kool-Aid. Just give me that Kool-Aid. <laughs> One of my new favorites, no question. And, and this is for all you anti-Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers out there. Okay, Kool-Aid drinker and, you know, cornbread muffin and all that. Cornbread! You know there's both sides of the fence out there. Some people... Talking about, man, give me that Kool-Aid. Just give me that Kool-Aid. And then you got people like, I don't know, like this guy. You know why? Because I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. We don't want you to be one, all right? Um, but, uh, yeah, I had fun in the first part of the show. Again, we always try to entertain you. We're not going to bore you to death. Not going to try to give you the same old, same old that you hear on every other pod, I swear. All these Lions pods, I condense them down to only one or two I can listen to because they're all about the same stuff. They all talk about the same stuff. They all have the same opinions. They don't have any funny sounds. They don't have any jokes. They they don't try to entertain or they don't give you an interesting opinion. I mean, again, I respect most of the people out there that talk Lions and, and support and cover and love this team. But, gosh, I swear it's just the same old Sewing the same old stuff. So, uh, again, I love it when we have our guests on, but I kind of like these solos too, where I can just roll and uh, talk ball, try to entertain you guys, as well as give some interesting thoughts on uh, on what's going on out there. So, so let me do this. Let's free agencies in a couple weeks. I got the DTO scouting, and yeah, I put chops on on my Google sheet as well. Even though he doesn't really like help with it, he kind of steals all my info so that he can beat me in like our fantasy leagues, or he can take my uh, take my takes and make them his takes. And then when I take them back, then he acts like it was me taking something of his when really it's my take. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, I, I was literally, so what I've been doing is, uh, you know, I know a lot of us out there were crazy busy. You got 8 million things going on. I got no time for this or that or the pod. So I've been doing crazy multitasking. So when I get a little bit of time, hop on that treadmill, knock out a few miles, I pull up my YouTube. I've been watching some of these players on tape as well as just going through this free agent list, picking out names that interest me and trying to give my quick opinions um, putting them on the sheet again. Um, some of you loyal listeners, you diehard fans, people that have been really repping the show for years. I gave a few of you exclusive access. I also threw it out a few weeks ago. If you want to check out this 20 plus tab Google sheet full of free agent info, draft data, mock drafts. Uh, gosh, we just have player rankings. Uh, it's something else. It really is. You know, I know there's tons of other content out there, but if you want to just have one sheet that's got everything that's going to be updated by me and Chops throughout the pro- well, by me and maybe Chops at some point um, <laughs> throughout the process, uh, you got to check this out. And I threw it out a couple weeks ago, man. If you if you donate, um, you know, four ninety nine to the show, tell me what's up. Say, man, I donated. Can I get access to the sheet? I know I gave a lot of free access last year. I want to kind of roll that back a little bit and say, please, please consider helping out the show again. You don't have to give for months and months, but if you do a one-time donation or if you do a little shout out to the show and uh, help us out, I would love to give you access to this thing. It's a working document. It's something that 
um, continues to evolve and it's going to be very helpful for people when they're looking at you you want to know somebody's age you want to know what their annual uh, average annual value is you want to know where we have a player ranked you want to know where the draft network has somebody ranked you want to know who Oakry picked in in 2019 uh, in his live draft picks I have all that data in there as well you want to know um, just everything under the sun it's all there in one spot we even have a tab that just lays out all the key dates you got to know we got senior bowl info all types of stuff on this thing and it's a one click one stop shop you get in here you dive into the data you watch as we move it around manipulate it add our opinions add different takes thoughts rankings uh I just encourage anybody that's a big-time football fan, loves free agency, the draft, the Detroit Lions, that you want to check this out. And this is why you want to do it rather than go to these other websites is because this is Lions-based. We're going to be having a board that's Lions players only. We're going to be highlighting players just for the Lions um, in some of these fields. So anyway, I've talked enough about it. I'm encouraging you to drop a little love to the show, and we'll get you on this thing, and and you'll love it. You'll, You'll come back year after year after that. Trust me. So here's the thing. So when I'm hitting the treadmill, I'm putting these takes. Let's just start with free agency. Again, I said this is going to be rapid fire. I'm just going to uh, plow through these takes. You can take them. You can leave them. You can do whatever you want with them. Let's get this rolling. Free agency. Some players I, I circled. Some takes I have. We'll just go uh, in order to start, and then I'm going to jump around a little bit so you have no idea where I'm going to be or what I'm going to say next. First player, Javon Hargrave, 29 years old, a little bit older than I like for an interior player. He's projected at 13 mil annually. Um, That's a little more than I want to spend. I like his game, though. I've seen him throw it out there. Probably going to be a player the Detroit Lions have to pass on, but I do like him um, as a football player, and he's a highly ranked interior rusher here in this free agent class. Let's go with the guy I mentioned earlier, Levante David, nearly 33 years old. They have him here at an average annual value around 12. People throwing out, ah, he's going to get eight. Ah, he's, he's going to be a bargain. Other people saying he's kind of one of the best linebackers in the league despite his age. He's going to get his eight. This guy's a good player, but he's too old. Unless Brad Holmes loves him, and then I'm willing to reconsider, but no. How about my boy, DJ Chark? Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. DJ Chark, only 26 years old. Got about 10 mil last year. I want this player back. But at the right price. I see a lot of you guys out there. Ah, get rid of him. J-Mo will take his spot. We can't pay a guy like that. DJ Chark loved it here last year. You could spread the money out. You could make magic as the NFL teams do with contracts. If he doesn't get a big offer and he wants to come back, be in that wide receiver mix. Be a guy that can go deep. He can run other routes. Really good last year when healthy. Obviously, he would need to stay out there. That's another reason to maybe not give him a bigger time deal. But I'm interested. You know who I'm also interested in? Dre Greenlaw. I love this football player. Again, a linebacker, barely 25 years old, a guy that is going to make less, probably a lot less than Levante David when you're projecting things forward. I would love to see the Lions scoop up a guy like that and let him hunt. 
for the Detroit Lions. Here's another one of your guys' fan favorites, James Bradbury. He had a pretty good year this year, don't get me wrong. Lots of pass defense, you know, had some interceptions, took a few to the house, I think. Congratulations. I'm not paying a 30-year-old corner who got holding, got caught for holding on the biggest play of the Super Bowl, which shouldn't have been called, um, then admitted to it after the postgame. Um, no, I love this guy about six years ago when he was with Carolina or whatever. No, I'm not paying James Bradbury to play corner. I can go draft a guy and go find a younger player to do things for me that I need to do. Let me talk about this guy. Cornbread Jerry. You guys know who he is, right? Cornbread Jerry. Cornbread! Jerry. They, that's all he talked about when I had him on the podcast. Hey, Cornbread, I know you're listening. You got to come back on the pod sometime. Me and you would chop it up, talk some ball one of these days here in the offseason. Let's let's work that out. Let's figure out our schedules. But you went on and on when you're on the show about Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater. This guy bounces around the league. He's always everybody's favorite backup until he plays. And then you realize he can't play, as I tried to tell Cornbread. So, Cornbread Jerry loves this guy. He wants to bring him here as our backup quarterback, pay him big money. I think he even said something about pay him as a bridge or start. I don't know what he was talking about. Uh-uh. We're not doing that with Teddy Bridgewater. He can ride off into the sunset and go play in the USFL or the XFL, if you ask me. All right, I'm going like rapid fire now. You guys better keep up with me. Kareem Hunt, I love him. I love this football player. He runs angry. He has talent. He's only 27 years old. I would probably take him over Swag, to be honest, as much as I love him. But I assume Swag is coming back. But Kareem Hunt would be great here as the lead back in Detroit or as a combo back with DeAndre Swizzle moving forward. Devin Bush, local product, 24 years old, only projected to make around five some on a on a multi-year deal. Give this guy that kind of money and let him run and hunt. Um, love what he does. Again, he's got a little Jared Davis in him where he just misses the hole, doesn't know what he's doing, but he's a football player. You want to know who's a sneaky player under the radar? Lion showed some interest last year. Arden Key. Um, you know, could this be a, a rush player that they look at to uh, to bring in, to add, to to bolster things? Maybe. Here's a guy. Here's a name. Juju Smith-Schuster. Guy's always talking noise. He's been on t- uh, Twitterverse calling out people, making funny jokes. You know, he, he he says he went to Kansas City and got himself right. I think he went to Kansas City and Pat Mahomes got him right. Because this guy was a ball player for like a year with the Steelers. Other than that, he's been a whole home football player. I've pretty much given up on him. But he's a name. He's an interesting wide receiver option, but not for my Detroit Lions. Uh-uh, I don't think so. I haven't seen enough from this guy. Deron Payne, when when I first mentioned the Payne train here on the pod and everything, I was like, sign him, get him. Now I'm like, no, way too way too overpaid. Yeah, he had a he had a small deal as a rookie deal, but he's gonna get like 15, 18, 20 million. I'm not paying a defensive tackle that kind of money. Passing on him. You know who was a guy who I might pay though if he was if it was right, which I'm assuming he's gonna get ridiculous money too. Marcus Davenport. Guy's a physical freak at only 26 years old. I would add him to my pass rush if I wanted to address address other positions in the draft. But like I say, he's probably gonna be too high a price for the Detroit Lions. 
Um, let me look here. Again, Jamal Williams, he needs to come back, no question. I've thrown, seen a few people throw out Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, he's not coming here. He's a big freak linebacker. He's like 24, 25 years old. He's not coming here. He probably isn't even scheme fit either, so just forget about that. How about Mike White as my backup quarterback? I absolutely love the fit and the way that guy could fit as your backup QB. And as Jeff Risden said on Lions Wire, you need a good backup because the Lions are finally ready to win. And one injury to your quarterback, whether it's Jared Goff or not, ruins your season. So let's get a good backup in here, whether it's a dynamic rookie or pay a decent guy that can come in and actually throw who's smart and can win some ball games for you if need be. Here, I'm scrolling down my list. Taylor Heineke also fits that bill. Nice backup. Could start for you at any time in the game. A lot of you have talked about Lamar Jackson. Trade for him. Pay him whatever he wants. I don't see either of those things happening. Alex Anzalone was recently on the Twitter machine saying, should I cut my hair or not? Psh, what, what, I mean, what, what kind of question is that? Come on, man. Try, please. No, you keep the Fabio hair all day, every day. Are you kidding me? That's a ridiculous question, man. That's that's just insanity. Keep the hair, bro. Rashad Evans, my guy, the linebacker from Atlanta, 26, 27 years old. That's a great option. I'd love to see him come here, man. I, I'm curious to see what he's going to make as a free agent. You got Jabril Pelpas out there, who I've kind of given up on. I, for years and years, I've loved saying uh, Jabril Pelpas. And now I'm just like, yeah, he he really hasn't panned out in the NFL. Fun to watch in college, but probably overhyped. I can't see McCole Hardman getting out of Kansas City, but I absolutely love his speed. Dynamic, flashy playmaker. Lions seem to be set at receiver, though. I'm continuing to scroll through my free agents. I mean, I mean, DeMonte Casey's interesting to me. Juan Thornhill's a nasty beast if you want to add a safety. Um, gosh, real, like, off-the-radar name. Um, Kamiko, uh, I don't even know how to say the first name anymore. Ture, you guys know who he is. He's been with the Colts. He's bounced around. He was recently with San Francisco. This is only like a 27-year-old guy who kind of plays outside linebacker, rush player. Liked him in the draft. Eric Wilson's another outside linebacker type option. I think he's a local product. You could bring him here. Uh, we need to consider bringing big Bugs back to the Detroit Lions. Scrolling through. Chase Winovich is going to be out there. I mean, everyone loved him in college. If you love the Michigan Wolverines. Justin Lane. Big, long uh, type corner, but has some inconsistencies. He was from, you know, that other school here in Michigan. You know, Sparties. Uh, but I won't hold that against him. Uh, what else does the Detroit Lions need? I mean, gosh, there's, there's a lot of good football players in this uh Free agent class, again, I'm doing what I told you guys. I'm skipping over a lot of the big names. Don't don't even worry about it. Don't go crazy about that. I think the Lions have to re-up a guy like Brock Wright. I think he needs a new deal. Or could they go get my guy Donald Parham? Ain't that right, Frank Ribble? That was your guy before he was a guy. Now he's a guy who makes plays who I'd like to see them bring back and throw the football to. Um, Charles Amenehue is a guy I always liked. He's kind of a outside edge Big physical type player out of Texas. 
been with San Francisco for a few years. I wouldn't mind seeing him. He's got some uh, recently had some off the field concerns, which would have to get looked into. But gosh, I skipped over a whole bunch of names that are also on this Oakry sheet. Those are some quick takes I've got on free agency. Let me take a breath real quick. Give give some quick Kool-Aid shout-outs. I'm going to start with Bo DeFrisco. You guys hear me mention him on the show. Bo's a big supporter. Bo knows lots of things, or at least he says he does, because one thing Bo doesn't know is how to like leave a good voicemail on the Kool-Aid hotline. Hey, Bo. <laughs> You did a few calls, which were funny. They got on the show. You kind of have some random takes, which I also find funny. But then here recently, you keep trying to give me a Bo Nose segment. But all I get here on the Kool-Aid hotline, because you do it via text form or you do it on your phone or however you're trying to do it now, file not supported on this end. So you need to, I don't know, do it the simple way, which is call up 989 Two seven two three four eight four. That's the Kool Aid Hotline. Have your script, er, your take, all written out, ready to go, so you memorized it and you got the delivery, and you just deliver it live via voicemail. If you don't want to do that, listening out there, if you're Bo who can't figure out what he's doing, you could just text in a, an interesting take, and I'll read it here on the show. So Bo, you say you know. But you, all I know is that you can't get your voicemails through because they're not coming through on the old hotline. So just call it up, bro. Text it up. Do what you got to do. But get it through because nothing that you're sending is coming through here on the line. The other person I want to shout out on the Kool-Aid hotline, I, I reached out to her. I think it was, uh, gosh, we, we've had uh, my grandparents just recently had their 69th wedding anniversary. So family was together. And... Uh, my mother and others that have listened to the show were like, when are you going to get a lady on the show? When are you going to get a gay female voice? So I reached out to Lexi Go Blue. You guys know her on Twitter. And I said, hey, would you consider coming on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, drinking some of that Detroit Kool-Aid this offseason? She was all about it. We're going to have to figure out how to get our schedules together. I know she's got a lot going on. I think she's even... Uh, been working her way through some things here recently, but she sounded very excited about it. She's very funny, very opinionated. I swear, we get her on the show. She will be the queen of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. There's no question. I'll be an absolute fan favorite from day one. And you guys know, every time we have guests on, they always go wonderful. I pump them up. I give them a hard time. We laugh. We talk Detroit Lions. It's a great time here on the cast. So those are a couple quick shouts. I think I mentioned it last week, but um, our guy Big Tuna has uh, been all over the hotline recently, joined a couple of my fantasy leagues, been really fired up about the Lions. Uh, Steve from Cali has been saying he's got to get on the show, something about his phone isn't charged. Um, Hey, Steve, you said you were going to call the hotline because your phone was at 1%. That was days ago, bro. I didn't hear one call from you. I haven't heard from you. You haven't texted in. You haven't called in. Same with Paul Jackson. He hasn't called in. Trevor, where are you at? KP, haven't heard anything. Tommy Lyon, been sleeping. I mean, are you guys are you guys asleep at the wheel during the biggest offseason for the Detroit Lions? I think so. But I know you guys are listening to the show because you hit me up every once in a while. You're like, man, loving the pod. Keep doing what you're doing. And I appreciate that very much, especially from guys. Um, any and all of you that do it, I always share that with our guests saying, man, these everyone loves the show. 
and it's going well. So appreciate that. I'm I'm going long here in the seg segment. I think I'm at like 15, 20 minutes already. So I gotta get this thing rolling because you want to know why? That's something else to talk about here on the show. You guys know what it is, right? It's the NFL draft. Let me pull that music down so I can get this thing rolling. And let me get over to the Oak Creek draft sheet where I have my personal rankings. I have takes. I have opinions on players. And let's start with a player that there are probably more opinions about than any right now. And that's Brian Brise, Interior defensive tackle. Clemson. Young football player. 6'5", 300 plus pounds. This guy has injury and inconsistency issues, but when you turn the tape on, he's fun to watch. He blows people up, he celebrates, he's physical, he's big and nasty. I think this is a Dan Campbell type guy, and I love it that he's falling down draft boards. Next player, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, you probably have. His name's Christian Gonzalez, corner. The Ducks of Oregon, 6'2", 200 pounds, when I turned the film on. <clears throat> Watch some highlights on YouTube while I was hitting the treadmill. This is a tall, long corner, very fluid mover, seems to have good ball skills when I watched him, multi-sport athlete in high school, wants to be known for his character, but also isn't afraid to talk a little yak, talk a little trash when needed on the football field. He goes by Gonzo and is full as a full nickname or just a name in general from his teammates. I liked his mentality. I liked his film. I'm not blown away. I don't feel like he's a player at six. I'm a little wavered if I want him at 18. But I like what I saw. Next player, Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC. Turn this guy on. I was like, they're like, hey, Oakley, why are you watching wide receivers? We got Amon Ra. We got J-Mo. We got the Serpent of Death, Josh Reynolds. The reason I turned on Jordan Addison is because I can always add dynamic playmakers, and this guy was fun to watch. This is a yak player. This is a video game move type guy. He has a nasty dead leg, and I would consider him at the right price. Let me take a breath while the music resets. Next player, everyone's biggest draft conundrum, C.J. Stroud, quarterback from that school we shall not speak of. Uh, I guess we'll speak of it. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. DJ <laughs> Stroud when I watch him I see arm talent but is he an ultimate competitor and winner I have questions he has some local ties which is nice I think he might be a better pro than college player but he didn't use his legs like you'd like him to in college but I think he can, and I know he can throw the hell out of the football. So would I take him at the right price for the Detroit Lions? I would. 
I would consider it, no question. Next, Draft Prospect. Another one of the ones you guys love out there, basically based on name value. Joey Porter Jr. His dad was a little crazy. I've said that before. There might be some volatility with this player. But when you turn his film on, he's a long-arm athlete, but a guy that I feel like lacks ball skills. Continually on tape, you see him fumbling around. You see him falling down. You see him not playing the football well in the air. Sure, he'll break it up. Sure, he's there in phase. But I didn't see enough dynamic playmaking for me to love this player. I continually pass on him at 18. I'm not totally against him by any means, but he's just... I didn't love it. I felt like a guy with go-go gadget arms, but they can't play the ball. I don't know, kind of like A.O. who went from oh baby to ugh, baby, get him out of here. Um, let, let's keep this rolling. A guy I love from top to bottom, his play, his football character, the tape, Brian, Branch, Corner, Safety, Nickel, whatever you want to call him. Just seems like a really solid player top to bottom a captain type guy for the Detroit Lions I would love to get him at the right value I don't know if that's 18 I don't know if that's early second round I don't know if that's with that second second round pick I don't know where this player is gonna go but I know I love him all right I'm gonna let the music roll through one more time so I'm really going rapid fire now and that's Trenton Simpson I like his film I like his mentality he's yoked uh, he's yoked up he went to Clemson he flies all over the football field he's a young player um, I like what I see but I don't know where to take him based on how the Lions use linebackers Healy Ringo seemed to have a lot of production on shorter type routes in college he was on a dominant defense. Will that translate or will Keely Ringo fall down the draft board and be there in the second round and in consideration for the Lions? I don't feel like he's in there at 18 anymore, but we'll see. Here's another polarizing prospect from that school down south. You guys know which one it is, right? Ohio State is vanquished. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. I've taken him in mocks. People have mocked me for taking him. This guy's a silky route runner. Could you put ARSB on one side and JSN on the other? I think you could. I think it would be swaggy. He's a top prospect that is now slipping because he did not play this year and because people have questions. I don't have many questions. I like him a lot. Like I like this guy, Anthony. Richardson, quarterback, Florida, 6'4", 230 pounds. Have you seen the YouTube videos of him slinging the football? It comes out of his hand fast. It comes out of his hand accurate. It comes out like a rocket launcher. I don't like some of the inconsistencies on film, but I love his physical gifts and his running ability from day one. He is very intriguing. Next player, Nolan Smith. I love, absolutely love the intangibles, the character from this guy. I don't know where you'll take him. I don't even know where he'd play with some of the depth we have at Rush and where he plays as a football player. 
but I like him a lot. Osiris Torrance. I told you we're not taking a guard. I'm reconsidering because I liked what he did at the Senior Bowl and I like what value you might get for him. Jalen Hyatt, dynamic wide receiver. Turn his film on. He might be a player the Lions need to consider. I've run out of time. The music has gone three times. The segment is going long. I'm probably at 30-some minutes, but I could talk draft all day. I have more players highlighted. I have more Oakry takes. I have guys labeled as dogs, D-A-W-Gs. I have people listed as targets for the Detroit Lions. I have quarterbacks. That we might consider in the later rounds. I have other offensive players. Why we need offense? Because we could just load up on offense and dominate at that position. That's why. So much content. If you want to check it out, donate to the show. I'll hook you up. Um, would love to have any of you guys join the um, fantasy leagues. If you want to jump in a really fun fantasy league, hit me up on Twitter at Derek Oakery. We'll get you in on that. I went about like 15, 20 in the first segment. I'm about 20 to 30 here in the second second segment. I went rapid fire. I've talked a lot. I've kind of yelled a lot. I've tried to give you quick takes. I tried to give you opinions. At times, I tried to make you laugh. I mixed in a few sound bites. I talked to Trey Lyons. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. I'm out. Back to back, start the plane!